you are about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. And now Michelle. Tonight we watched season three, episode 15, The 16-Year-Old Virgin. I wish it was episode 16. That would have been perfect. That would have been perfect, but it's not. The original air date was March 2nd, 2010, written by Leila Gerstein, directed by Wendy Stanzler. Jenny and Damien consider taking their relationship to the next level, but Serena is determined not to let that happen. Meanwhile, Dan and Vanessa try to figure out what their relationship actually is, and Chuck, facing a big lawsuit, tries to find a way to trust his mother. Mm. Or or not. Or not. Yeah. We'll see. Glass full of gossip tonight. I went completely rogue. It's still inspired by this episode, but it's called I Carried a Watermelon. <laughs> it's so perfect. Oh my God, you're so good, Liz. Every week. I have to admit I was inspired by a recipe from All Roads Lead to the Kitchen. So I will post that below in the link. But basically, it's just a margarita with frozen watermelon in it. So I froze the watermelon, hence I was inspired by this recipe. I didn't have a melon baller, so mine are like literally just frozen chunks. Delicious. There's just so much more beautiful with their bald melon. Uh-uh, this is gorgeous. <laughs> so you freeze the watermelon. Then you're supposed to puree watermelon by itself and then add agave and lime juice and tequila. But I brought us... Brew Doctor Watermelon Kombucha <gasps> because one of our favorites. And I really wanted to get the watermelon water. Mm-hmm. You know, have you had that before? Yes. It's not water. It's watermelon juice. Yeah, what yeah, it is. yeah. But I, you know, I didn't, couldn't find it like right away. I didn't have time to go to Whole Foods. So I found this at Uncle Giuseppe's, the Brew Doctor. I was like, yes, this is it. So it was like a little pep from the kombucha, but also like a little downer from the tequila. And no. I, like we're, our faces are a little, are a little red. Perfect. But I just felt like I needed to honor Dirty Dancing because I love that movie. I know you're on like the fence. Okay, so you and my sister Sam. We loved it growing up. We always watched it. Like always, always watched it. You should send Sam this recipe or just tell her the name of this beverage. She would love that. But Sam is obsessed. You love it. You both were dancers. Sam connected to it's an 80s movie. Love, love. Her favorite genre. I've seen it a couple of times. I did not connect with it like That's everybody okay. else does. That's okay. But I recognize that it is a, it's a big movie. Patrick Swayze. It's a classic The music. Movie. The lift. The, the lift. lift. Yeah, the lift. And Randy and I actually just watched Crazy Stupid Love the other night yeah. too, which when they do the lift and I'm like, this, this movie is just so good. But I mean, both movies are very Has good. Has he seen Dirty Dancing yet? He's seen bits and pieces of it. He actually fell asleep to it maybe like two years ago, and I really wanted him to continue it. So maybe one day I'll Yeah, because Aunt's force. never seen it either. Yeah, I think that was a discussion that Aunt and Randy have never seen it, and we needed to like right. watch, make them watch it. Right. So anyway, I wanted to start actually the episode by apologizing for my boo-boo last week, thinking that Jenny wasn't 
16 yet, which she clearly had a sweet 16 last season. Right. I had the episodes mixed up in my head. I think what happened was I wrote down my three gossip words. Maybe I didn't continue the whole episode. And for some reason, I said, I thought this episode, Jenny was turning 16. okay. (laughs) Sure, it's okay. Because they like harped on the 16-year-old virgin. And in my brain, I was like, no, she's not 16 yet. But she clearly had a sweet 16. Right. You know, we're all human, right? It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. So as we left last week, Jenny was grounded. She's been grounded for having the pills. And so Rufus tells her that she is to go to school and come home. There's no in between, no exceptions. She rolls her eyes and says, I know the rules. I have no social life, blah, blah, blah. So she leaves the loft to go to school and immediately starts unbuttoning her top, calls a cab to head over to Damien's hotel, hence skipping school, the one thing she had to do. Right. After that, Lily goes to see Rufus to get a friendly update on Jenny. Love this. She's like, I just wanted to check in, see how it's been going with Jenny, even though Rufus is so mad at her still. And don't you think Lily's doing this as an excuse? Oh, yeah, of course. But also, but also she's like, I'm an adult. We're ad-. She's always like that. Like, oh, it's my shit. Yeah. Just love me anyway. She's very <laughs> polished in the way she goes about it. <sighs> and she does care for Jenny. She does. And obviously, she loves Rufus, and she wants that whole situation yeah. to be okay. Yeah. And Rufus believes that he has it under control and then at that moment gets a call from headmistress Queller that Jenny has been skipping school, been skipping classes this entire week. So then Lily kind of defends Jenny, saying that she's just sneaking out to see a boy. It's not like this criminal act. But Rufus agrees and says that he hopes that Jenny is still in there somewhere. His old his old Jenny. Lily then immediately switches the subject to their relationship and states she's willing to put the past in the past if Rufus is willing to do the same. She then invites him to the gala that night that's honoring Bart. However, he states he doesn't want to go because he doesn't want to celebrate any of her exes. Valid. I get it. Especially after her fiasco kissing her ex-husband. Right. And I also get Lily's point of like, hey, I can forgive the past. If you can, I do want to move past this. Right. And this was her way of saying, I also know you've been hanging out with Holland. Yeah. But it doesn't get that far because then Rufus gets a call from Serena or he wants to call Serena. And so then Lily leaves the scarf on Rufus's desk saying like, hey, I know this is yours. I know where it's been. Let's talk about Chuck for a minute. It seems as though he is having a wonderful week with his mother, Elizabeth, getting to know each other. Blair is even trying to bond with her as well and invites her to go shopping because what else does Blair Waldorf do? Of course. She mentions that Chuck has something to ask her, which was so random to me the first time I watched it. I was like, what does he need to ask her? What did you think he needed to ask her? I have no idea. I was like, okay. Yeah. I'm it just sure. was weird. Um, but after they hang up, Chuck tells Blair that several employees of the Palace Hotel are suing him for sexual harassment. Yeah. Yikes. And Chuck's lawyer tells him that they have proof that these employees weren't even in the state at that time. And even though he is innocent, the publicity of it all will cause a big PR disaster. And so he might as well just settle to avoid the headache of that. 
And Blair is like, you're innocent. That's ridiculous. And he's like, I just don't want this happening, especially tonight. And when we reveal that this is the night that Bart's getting honored, I think it was some sort of museum. He has like a wing named after him. And Blair even mentions that Chuck's probably worried that Elizabeth will think poorly of him because of the rumors. And she pushes him to embrace his mother. And maybe you should invite her to the event to meet your family. So later on, Chuck, Elizabeth, and Blair are out shopping, and Chuck decides to invite Elizabeth to the gala honoring Bart, and she immediately agrees, and she's so excited, and she just wants to be included in Chuck's life, saying that's the reason why she's here in New York. And at that moment, lots of reporters come running up to them, and they're questioning the lawsuit. And so Chuck has to whisper to Elizabeth that it's a lie, and obviously someone leaked the story, and at that moment... He gets a call from Uncle Jack. Oh, Jack. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Wait a minute. Who looks completely different. No. Okay. First off. Not a glow up. In not my opinion. a glow up. <laughs> the hair is styled differently and the facial and hair. And his hair is even lighter. It yeah. doesn't even look like him. No. He just looks like a totally different person. I know facial hair can really change someone's just it's overall appearance. But it's he just looks different. It's not a good look. I don't like Jack. No, well, you don't like Jack either because he's grimy. And so the fact it's that he has gross. this gross beard, they're like, ew, Ugh. ew, even worse. And so Chuck assumes right away that Jack is behind this. And so Jack and Chuck do meet up at the Empire and he claims he wasn't the one to release this information and that he's trying to protect him. Sure. Bullshit. Yeah. And Jack says that he heard a lot. Le- that Evelyn Bass has risen from the dead and that he doesn't understand since he saw her body in a casket 18 years ago and thinks that Chuck is being just a little naive to think otherwise. So now he's like getting to stir the pot with Chuck a little bit. So then Jack leaves and he runs into Blair and tells her that Chuck might have to step down because of the scandal and that he's going to step in. And Blair says, of course, that's never going to happen. So then later on, Elizabeth goes to give Chuck a purple tie to wear to Bart's event, his and Bart's favorite color. So what she remembers. And so then Chuck reveals that he only wore purple because Bart loathed it. Interesting. Interesting. And so Elizabeth replies that Bart was always playing games with people and he probably just lied about that too. Weird. Very weird. Yeah. It took me a couple of tries, took a couple of watches to like pick up on what Chuck was saying because at first I thought he said Bart loved it and that's why he wore it. Loathed it. But he said loathed it. Interesting. Yeah. Chuck brings up the fact that Jack has arrived in town and Elizabeth is worried that Jack may make an appearance at the event that he invited her to and she just doesn't want to see him. And she mentions they have an ugly past and that she doesn't have the strength to see Jack and meet Chuck's family all at the same time. Understandable. Sure. Jack is a really evil person. And while Chuck is disappointed, he does invite her to stay at the hotel for a drink to hang out since she can't come to the event. Outside the Empire, people are protesting against the hotel and Blair arrives home to see that Chuck is cleaning up after his mother has been there and packing up a glass in a plastic contain a plastic uh, bag to use for DNA. Because Jack got in his head. Jack got in his head and Blair 
is questioning why is he doing that and he mentions he should have done this earlier and states that she shows up out of the blue doesn't even know things about his father and the fact that she bailed on seeing jack the only person that knows who she is it's all fishy yeah it really is yeah and so at that moment elizabeth walks in and overhears chuck's doubts in her and tells him He's more like his father than she thought he was, and she leaves. And then Blair leaves, saying that she wants to go to the party alone, like disappointed in him. Like, not for nothing. I can't blame him for this, though. I can't. And here's the reason why. Because this woman comes back into your life who is claiming to be your mother. And you have a ton of money. You have a ton of money. You don't know who she is. If I don't understand why people get so defensive about DNA tests. Mm-hmm. I guess they're so passionate of, like, why don't you believe me? And it, you, you have this feeling behind you right like no how could you not believe me why would I lie about this but as a receiving end it's like well I don't know you from a hole in the wall right so he's just getting to know her right so if you're saying who you're saying you are what is wrong with a DNA test to me that I wouldn't take that offensively like you're right. right logically let's prove it especially since he believed her to be dead exactly it's not like she left and right. then she came back like, no, your father told him, his father told him she was dead. She died giving birth to you. And so for someone to like rebuttal this thing he thought he knew this entire time, his whole life, how does he not question it? And so like to me, and also then, of course, I know what has happened towards the end of the episode. So me watching it, I'm like, oh, yeah, of course, do a DNA, DNA test because we don't know who the hell she is now. Right. But and even Jack. He's the one who got the soul star, which it makes sense of why we did this. Right. But he's like, you know, I saw her with my own eyes in the casket. Like, why would someone make that up to you unless they were a fucking shithead like Jack? Right. Right. So, and it's hard to believe what Jack's saying. I know. You know, he doesn't, oh, he never has Chuck's best interest at heart. He's very selfish. So, okay. So let's head over to the rest of our crew. Nate and Serena have a morning session, which it's like aren't you tired it's fucking i don't even he says it's really early in the morning i'm picturing like 6 30 in the morning who wants to have sex at 6 30 in the morning that's just me i'm an old fart but i think youngins <laughs> who are horny are having sex exactly. at 6 30 in the morning so you're lucky if i could even like open my eyes at 6 30 and she says like who needs a wake up who needs coffee with that kind of wake uh, up i need coffee no, still need coffee <laughs> no, still need if you coffee. have morning sex especially i need coffee before the morning sex like wake me the fuck up Anyway, anyway, so Serena then receives a text from Rufus asking if she's seen Jenny because he's worried that she's with Damien. And Serena proceeds to reveal to Nate that Damien is maybe not such a good guy. And he tried to make a move on her at the French ambassador's dinner and she doesn't trust him. And so this is the first time Nate's hearing this information. And Serena also mentions that Jenny probably really likes Damien because Rufus doesn't want her to be with him. The typical bad boy makes it all more fun and exciting. So Serena is determined to get Jenny away from Damien since she really doesn't trust either of them together. Over to Padge and Vanessa. Another, all these mornings are just full of sex. and Yeah, vag, full of vag. And disgusting. We're so disgusting. (laughs) 
Um, Vag have been spending a lot of intimate time together and Rufus is starting to get very sus of why Dan is not sleeping at the house. And so Vanessa states he's going to have to tell his dad eventually, but Dan doesn't really want to have to explain things to his dad, which I'm sure like we've all been there. You don't yeah. want to have to like unload no. to the parental figures about a new budding relationship. Not at that point. And so then Rufus calls Dan wondering if he's heard from little Jay. We pan to Jenny, where she and Damien are making out at his hotel. They're like reaching second base. I don't know. What are the bases these days? I, it's been a long time. Do make, the kids even say bases? He makes a reference how they get so far and it doesn't continue. He's like it reaching up her kilt. It doesn't pass her kilt. Like he doesn't, his hand doesn't pass her kilt. So I don't think very far. I don't think very far at all. Just making out. Maybe some dry humping. And also to go from dry humping and making out until full-fledged sex. Unless, I'm pretty sure that's all they've done. I think that's all they've done. I'm pretty, 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 pretty sure that's yeah, all they've done. And so it. she like starts to cool it off before it gets anywhere. And Damien notices that. And he notices it's always the same part of the expedition that Jenny cuts it off and he says it's cool if she doesn't want to do it with him and just to be honest if she's a virgin and when she says that she's not and she doesn't want to rush into it with a new person that's what she says and with all that being said Damien's like we'll just sneak out of your house later and we'll do it then but nice and slow what disgusting makes my hair stand up so gross yeah Ugh, I just want to cut his hair. Me too. I hate the long hair. It's so greasy. The, ha- the long hair that's slicked back, but like there's a little bit hanging. There's in the only face. a way. There's a way to wear long hair, and it's not how he wears it. No. So later on at the Waldorf's, Serena has invited Jenny to come over to talk about Rufus, where really her plan is to just dig about Damien and her relationship a little bit more. And so Jenny admits that they do have plans to do it that evening. And so Serena assumes that it's Jenny's first time and Jenny confirms that it will be. And Serena gives that typical lecture, like it should be with someone you really care about and someone like Patrick Sweezy and Dirty Dancing, which like not my first choice in reference, but I get it. (laughs) And Jenny's never seen Dirty Dancing, which is a crime. And Serena suggests she should definitely watch it at a later date. So Serena just wants to make sure Damien is the right guy for the job. And Jenny swears that he is. Then... This is a confusing scene. Nate walks in on the ladies and Serena pushes him to go have lunch with Jenny. Like clearly up to something, but we can't, we don't really know what it is yet. And plus like Nate and Jenny have a history. Right. It's kind of awkward, but yet maybe they're trying to portray it where it's not awkward. Like Like they're, they're, right. I think that's what they're trying to do. But yet later on, they make a mention of like, well, Nate's not available for Jenny. It's like, well, why are we touching upon that? Right. No. Right. So Nate takes Jenny to lunch and Serena calls Nate to explain her plan of trying to seduce Damien and then have Jenny walk in on it. Like this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. this is what Chuck and Blair do all the time. So it makes sense. Chuck and Blair do this all the time. It always works. They're great at games. I'm going to be great at this game. However, when Damien gets there, it seems as though maybe he's interested, but then he's completely loyal to Jenny. And he leaves. Which, which I have to give admirable. him props for that. Yes, you do. You have to. So over in Brooklyn, Dan and Rufy are talking about Jenny. And then Rufus, of course, brings up the fact that Dan has not been sleeping home lately. And Dan tells him he's been sleeping 
in the extra bed in Vanessa's room, which is AKA your ex-girlfriend's bed, Olivia. Remember her? Yeah. And he's been studying late. And so Rufus is like, I know when you're lying, you're obviously seeing someone. And that someone happens to walk in at that moment. Yet, obviously, Rufus doesn't know that it's Vanessa. But Rufus requested Vanessa to come over because I guess he needed like an older sister type perspective on the Jenny situation. But also it was just weird how he was like, oh, he just needed family right now. Thank you for coming. I just need my family, even though it's like, okay. And also we love how she greeted Padge. Oh, I loved that. And so then Padge is trying to convince Rufus like Vanessa's not family. She's not like a sister at all. I love that whole thing. No, Vanessa's not family. No, 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 there's no way. She's not like a sister. No, she's not family. And so then after Rufus leaves the room, Vanessa goes up to Dan like, hey, I just, it was funny. She's like, hello. Yeah. Just very comfortable. And so then Dan's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't, you can't kiss me here. This is a friends only zone. Vanessa's like, what? the fuck are you talking about and he's like we need to have zones a friend zone and a friends with benefits zone and clearly it offends vanessa because like at this point she's like i don't want to play games really and dan's insistent that they go forward with these zones which by the <laughs> way great use of your three gossip words thank you with zones, as i predicted that it was going to be drug yeah streets. that's that a was... great one though because but that would make more sense no yours makes sense because this would actually happen in the <laughs> episode <laughs> well i know what happens in the episode <laughs> but drug zones i loved where you were going with that i was like yes that's creative when, but no yeah like when you when you don't predict what i think you're going to i actually am more excited i'm sure yeah because yeah. i'm like okay good i'm not giving too much away right 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 yeah so we we pan back to serena and she's trying to call nate but he keeps ignoring her phone call and jenny is confused on what's taking them so long to leave this lunch And Rufus arrives and Jenny's like, you fucking traitor. And so it's clear that Nate called Rufus and Jenny is pissed. And at first I was like, oh, shit, Jenny's going to be so mad at Serena thinking like, oh, Serena set this up. Nate's going to take me to lunch and Serena's going to call Rufus. But it didn't really end up like that, which I'm kind of glad. So after that, Rufus is reprimanding Jenny at the loft, stating she's beyond punishment at this point. She's basically on like house arrest and school arrest, and she'll be eating lunch with the principal and has to be on close watch. And so Jenny doesn't understand why she's being treated like a child. Come on, Dad. It's just my boyfriend who holds his dad's pills. Like, no, Jenny, you know, that's not the case. Your boyfriend sells drugs. And the fact that you can't even tell Rufus that means, you know, he's right. Well, of course, but she spins <laughs> it up like you don't even believe what he was saying, how it's his dad's pills. You don't right. even give him the time of the day right. to tell his story. But it's, you're fabricating it, Jenny. Sure. You know, it's true. You know, it's false. And then she spins it saying that his marriage is falling apart and he should focus on that instead of her. And so she goes in her room and Rufus sees the scarf on the desk and like realizes like, oh, shit, I know where this has been. So later at the Waldorf, Serena and Blair are getting ready for Chuck's party. Nate calls Serena, but she's mad at him for calling Rufus, betraying Jenny's trust. And so Blair answers the phone. She then puts him on speakerphone and he says that Serena might not get it, but losing her virginity is a big deal to a girl like Jenny. Ugh. Oh, this was so bad. So and so, bad. of course, Serena takes offense to this statement and mentions, yeah, she had a reputation in high school and essentially has been called a slut, slut shaming, and she hangs up on him. 
So at the loft, Rufus sees Jenny watching Dirty Dancing. He's like, that's a good movie. Yeah, it's real good. Yeah, it's real good. And he tells her that he needs to go to this gala tonight to talk to Lily and that he can't leave her alone. So she's got to come with. She's like, ugh. So we're at the gala. Serena enters. And like, I forgot Serena was still mad at Lily at this point. I'm like, why is she so mad still? Oh, yeah. So her and Lily have like a little tiff and Lily's like, oh, come on, Serena. And Serena just walks away. She leaves and then Chuck enters the gala alone and everyone is whispering about him. And Lily goes over to hug Charles, knowing what has been said about him is slander. So Chuck's happy to hear that Lily is saying this about him and the two have an extremely sweet hug and kiss moment and i was like my heart this was really sweet and she also asked where his mother was yes she's like i think i have someone to meet and he's like well no i'm solo and she says me too and they hug and they kiss each other and i'm like like these are the two that to me have grown the most so it was sweet to see them have a good moment upstairs though nate and serena are arguing and nate states he didn't really mean to offend serena even though he did But there were lots of rumors going around in high school. And so Serena claps back at the double standard, which I respect. 100%. Yeah. I was like, yes, bitch. You clap back for that. I appreciate it. Until Nate says that he lost his virginity to someone that he loved. And when he found out that she just left in the morning, he was devastated and he could never want that for Jenny. And so he knows he did the right thing, even though Serena can't understand it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Stretch, but okay. But also, you just should have used your words differently. Yeah. Nate says stupid shit sometimes. Yeah, but sure. Serena says stupid shit oh, sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> in another room, Jack obnoxiously goes up to talk and like tease Lily when Rufus comes over and tells him, You better leave her alone. And so Jack is like disgusting and gross and he winks at them and Ew. he walks away and it's disgusting. And so then Lily assumes Rufus must have found the scarf and that he's here to talk. So the two of them go off to talk. Dan arrives at the event, but is instantly distracted by his friend, not friend, Vanessa's dress. And she claps back saying that this is a friend only zone, maybe not a friend only dress. And he goes in to kiss her. And so she walks away and Padge is like drooling. Own it though, Vanessa. Love this. I love this whole scene. The way she walks in, she poses. I was like, you go, girl. And she's like, oh, no, I'm sorry. This is a friends only zone. Yeah, like, don't go and try to kiss me in front of everyone here. Mm-hmm. I, I would have done the same too. I thing. loved her. So good. He's like, that's not a friends only dress, though. She's like, oh, well, I'm sorry. I thought it was. Tough. Loved it. So Nate decides he should go over to talk to Jenny about Damien. And like, silly Jenny reveals that Damien dr- deals drugs. Oh, my So gosh. much you know. Damien was trying to get the jacket off Serena to sell the drugs. It's like, it's like, wait, what? Damien sells drugs? Okay, you're not supposed to be with someone who sells drugs. And then Jenny's trying to go back at him. Oh, you've never done drugs? Of course you have. Like, everyone has. Oh, Jenny. Come on, hun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at that moment, Damien arrives and Nate tries to stop the two of them from leaving. And Damien just goes and punches Nate in the face, like knocks him to the ground. And the two of them run off together. So then Dan and Vanessa witness this whole thing. And Serena runs up to them and tells Nate which hotel Damien is staying at. And so then Nate just like takes it upon himself to go and run after them. While talking, Rufus admits that 
he almost slept with Holland to even the score, but he loved Lily so much that he could not go through with it. And so Lily says, I love you too. And the two of them are about to kiss and have a moment. And Dan comes over to tell Rufus that Jenny left with Damien and it's worse than we thought. Poor Rufus. (laughs) Poor, poor Rufus. He can't catch a break this guy. No, he can't. Later on, Chuck is sitting alone when his lawyer comes to tell him that things have taken a turn for the worst. His lawyer suggests he step down and sign someone else over to the hotel just for a little bit until this whole thing blows over. And of course, Jack wants in. But Chuck, of course, declines this and Jack threatens that he'll show up later on when Chuck's hotel is bankrupt and just shove it in his face. Blair goes to see Chuck and learns that he's going to have to sign the hotel away and Blair suggests that maybe her or Lily take over, but they're not viable options to Chuck being that Blair is 19 and Lily is still associated with Bass Industries and this is something that he wants to do on his own and it wouldn't be a good look for him. And then Chuck receives the DNA test and state he might have another option. So Elizabeth is packing up her stuff when Chuck goes to tell her that he wants to trust her and he's sorry that he's having a hard time with it and tells her that he wants her to take his position at the hotel temporarily and she hesitantly agrees to this. Good acting. She's a fucking phenomenal actress. Good acting, Elizabeth. Amazing. Meanwhile, Nate arrives at Damien's hotel, but it seems as though the two have tricked everyone and rented a room at the Empire for their big night. Jenny confesses to Damien that she is, in fact, a virgin. And Damien says that it's no big deal. At first, you're like, okay, he's like, no big deal. We'll just... But no, Jenny realizes it is a big deal to her. And she's trying to, like talk it out with him and he's like can we just talk about this like after after the deed is after done. the deed is done and jenny of course is like no and so damien gets mad he gets up and he leaves and says he knew she was just a kid oh this hurts me so much i yeah. mean we saw this coming right it was hard because damien does show a lot of good in this episode but ultimately he's a shit bag because blue balled and maybe yeah Right, me like he gets very heated easily, especially we know with the Serena he's still situation. A dick. I'm not he, defending still him. Still a dick. Still a dick. But also like, you know, he's he's been teased a couple of times and now he's like, Come on. Jeez. Right. But <laughs> also, I mean, I don't know. It's also taking you you're going in on someone who is younger than you, sixteen, and I feel that you just shouldn't have done that. I don't think you should have fold around with someone who was that maybe you're younger. in business with too right that <laughs> you're in business, business with. with yeah pretty much i don't know about now but yeah. yeah so he leaves and jenny ends up going back to the loft where the crew is waiting for her to hear any news about her whereabouts but she enters and she's clearly devastated and tells the room hey damien and i actually broke up and am I still grounded? And Rufus says, yes. And she says, okay, I'm just going to go to my room. And so Serena follows her and asks if she's okay. And she assumes that her and Damien didn't do the deed. But then Jenny lies and says that they did, kind of proving a point like, no, you weren't going to tell me I was wrong in this right. situation. Right. And that it wasn't a big deal. And so then she puts the time of my life on her iPod and like just bathes in her misery alone until Serena to leave 
After the Jenny debacle is taken care of for the night, Lily calls Cece. And Cece tells her that it's time to check in with Dr. Vanderwoodson. It's been six months and she's worried. Lily would prefer that they meet with someone other than her ex-husband, but Cece insists that he is the best and the only choice. So she proceeds to beg her to book a flight and Lily agrees. Rufus comes over and Lily tells her tells him she is heading to Canyon Ranch to spend some quality time with her mother. He thinks it's a good idea and that she should go. And when she returns, the two of them will have a clean slate and they hug and Lily starts to cry. What's that about? This is so strange to me. (laughs) So because at Thanksgiving, Cece had no idea, right? That Lily was talking to her ex. Mm-hmm. But wasn't was that confirmed or not? No, it wasn't confirmed. I think and we talked about Lily. Like, Lily had a lot of secrets that Cece. I didn't know Cece was aware was, of them. She was aware of this. I don't know if she knew exactly at that point what Lily's secrets were, but she knew that Lily had them, and that's why she kind of like backed her up and like. Okay. Well, yeah, I know Cece would always back her up. Yeah. But the whole hugging while crying thing is like, oh, my God, like, finally you're connecting with me. And, and now you're lying again. And, but I'm lying to you and I can't stop it. I can't stop fucking I lying. can't be truthful with you. Yeah, it's really bad. No, it is it's really bad. It's really, really, really bad. Like a pathological liar, like every single time yeah. you have a good, you have a bad within like the next five minutes. It's it's a bad situation. So to wrap up the episode, Dan goes to see Vanya at the dorm Vanya. I was like, uh. Wow. Dan goes to see Vanessa at the dorm to apologize and talk about how happy they both are. And he's talking about himself in like the third person. And it's just supposed to be really cute, but I just don't connect to it. And I was telling Michelle off mic, like, honestly, if it was two other people, I probably would like it, but I just don't like this. I have words about this, but I want to compare if you're going to go to the next two. Okay. Yeah. And so they decide they are going to tell people they're officially dating. Right. At the Waldorfs, yes. Nate and Serena apologize to each other as well. And she says that she never meant to hurt Nate when she left the day after he lost his virginity. And she wishes that she could relive the moment with him their first time because now that they know they both love each other. Yeah. So, okay. These two back to back. As much as I don't like Vag, more relatable. Yes. Extremely. Than going to... like. Him going to to see Vanessa. It's almost the exact the same scenario. Room. It is. Except, the, and even his little playful of talking in the third person. It was kind of sweet. Like you said, if it was someone else, we'd be all about it. Because it's them. We're like, we don't get it. Yeah. We, we don't connect. But it's still relatable. But even if Nate did that, I still wouldn't connect to it. No, I wouldn't either. You know? I don't connect to these couples, Yeah, I guess that's what it is. But again, it, it's like I can... To me, I don't know, maybe because the settings seem more believable. Then you have Nate and Serena and the fireplace is going and it's dark <laughs> lit and they're looking into each other's eyes and they're talking more dramatically. I'm like, okay, this is so... It's so soap, soap opera. Yeah. Yeah. Is it believable that Serena loves Nate? Uh, you know, it's hard I think for me. Serena thinks she loves Nate. I think Serena thinks she loves Nate. 
I think she loves him as a person. They're oh, for been, sure. They've been friends forever. Yeah. And I think Serena loves love and the idea of love loves and the concept love. of love and she anything that has to do with love. Serena's in it. And it. She's on Re Michelle. She is on Re Michelle <laughs> and Taylor in a way. And in, a in a way. way. Yeah. From in the a, OC we're talking yes. about. But she, you show Serena any form of affection and love and she's like, oh my God, I'm there. I right. love you. Which it falls hard quickly daddy issues that's what it is stems from that's what it is i figured it out guys so we have the two couples even though it's strange because we have this clear i love you exchange right between serena and nate but padge says he loves vanessa but at this point we haven't seen her exchange that back to him but apparently years and years ago she did Right. But he wasn't ready to accept it then. So it's like, granted, I don't remember, but like, are we going to get that exchange? Is there going to be this epic like thing that I'm supposed to like swoon for? Because I'm not going to do it. I also don't see them <laughs> lasting. So it's really hard. Right. To... That too. It's like, mm, yeah. could this be end game? No. No. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. No. No. Do you know for sure? Don't tell me, obviously. But Oh, I'm not going to confirm anything. But like to me. But do you know? This, yes, I know. You do know. Okay. I know who who are and end games on the show. Wow. Or, you know, I maybe mean, one, maybe like plural. I know one end game and that's it. And that's chair. Like, I truly feel that that's it. Mm-hmm. But the rest. So it's really hard because. It's up in the air. Like I said, Serena, she's up with a different guy. Every couple episodes. Every couple and episodes. she loves them. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it has nothing, and honestly, it has nothing to do with, because I fully stand behind her being like turning the switch of the whole slut shaming. Yes. Love that. Because why can't she sleep with whoever she right. wants to sleep with? She All the other guys I'm slut. sure in the high school did the same thing. Absolutely. It has nothing to do with that. It's just, she falls so hard and uses the word love a lot. So it's yeah. hard to believe her of who she actually loves. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, she was with Padge for a year. That is believable to me because they had the the progression and like maybe that's her first true love. His obvious, obviously his first. But then she just like spirals into the next, into the next, into the next. And how can you love them all? I mean, you can definitely love multiple people and you love them differently and in different ways. But, but in love, but in is love different. is different. It yeah, is. and so like, do I believe Nate is in love with Serena? Hell yeah. Do I you, believe she's in love with him? No, not so much. So, good discussion. Though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have to wrap up this portion at the Empire. Blair is waiting for Chuck. She tells them. She tells him she's going to celebrate. They're going to celebrate Chuck for opening up to his mother and her for encouraging him to do so gotta add that in Blair Mm -hmm. and all the while this is happening our absolute last scene Elizabeth opens the door to her hotel room Jack and the lawyer are there and it's revealed that the three of them were working together to steal the empire away from Chuck holy holy shit shit. (laughs) did you see that coming no i remember watching this and screaming and then coming out and randy being like i thought you didn't like this show that much (laughs) i was like no no no. i'm just excited because i want i can't wait for michelle's reaction to this (laughs) whoa wow i'm kidding guys i love this show in all of its glory for what it is you know yeah okay this was this is 
just really good. I was the reveals at the end for the last couple of episodes have been really good. And I remember when we were watching. I remember just <laughs> a half hour ago. Right how I reacted and I was like oh man give me this and you were like but it's so sad for Chuck it's so sad for Chuck it's awful it's really bad but this is juicy it's so juicy yeah it's it's awful like don't toy with a kid's parent like that you know like he just got what's up with this what's up with this planted by Jack okay so and even to plan it out of like okay you need to go to the grave to be there when Chuck arrives. Like, how far was this long con? Right, right. And why is, and Jack and Blair had that weird moment and it, and you could see Chuck viewing it, but I don't think Chuck knows that him and Blair had a thing. No, he knows. Remember Gossip Girl in the Blast said that. Oh my God, you're right. Sorry guys, brain fart there. I think he just fucking hates Jack that much and was like, don't talk to my girlfriend. Okay, because that that look that he gave him. How could I forget? In, in it's okay uh yeah jack is jack is awful he's awful awful and here he is again yeah to be continued yeah all right let's take a break and then we're going to come back with the questions and comments we have a ton to get through Previously on One Tree Hill. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom and I've never seen One Tree Hill. Join us on The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast as we cover One Tree Hill in its entirety, episode by episode. Where Simon takes me on a voyage of discovery to One Tree Hill. We're spoiler free. So if you're a first time viewer of One Tree Hill or a seasoned pro, we've got you covered. You can find us on all podcast platforms and at ravenshoops.net. You just became a raven. Welcome back from break. We took a little uh, break eating our watermelon, frozen watermelon soaked in tequila. Highly recommend to make this recipe. The trivia. I have one bullet point. The episode is based off the movie The 40-Year-Old Virgin. Shocker. Yes. It's a funny movie. Yeah, I like that movie. Steve Carell, Mm -hmm. classic. Mm -hmm. Music in this episode, we had Rockstar 101 by Rihanna. So Light is Her Footfall by Air. Gossip by The National, The Time of My Life by Bill Medley and Jennifer Warren's Hungry Eyes by Eric Carmen. They played Hungry Eyes in this? I love that song. I did not hear that one. I guess because that's also in Dirty Dancing. Right, right. Good Life by One Republic, I Party by Far East Movement, and Trampled Youth by Kid A. Okay, questions and comments. Going to Instagram first, Rihanna at Simpson 13 states, she doesn't really trust anyone but Dorota and Vanya on this show, referencing the Elizabeth reveal at the end. Same, So Rihanna. true, right? It's really cute that Rufus thinks Jenny was actually going to school. Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah. She doesn't see Padge and Vanessa ending well. No. 
Serena's plan was really dumb, and she's glad Nate called Rufus. What the heck, Lily? You and Rufus just made up, and you're lying again. How many episodes until we find out what's wrong with her? Yeah, really. (laughs) I know. Her question, do you see Chuck being upset with Blair for pushing him on Elizabeth, and now she turned out to be betraying him? I think maybe a momentary blame, but not an outstanding. I would hope not. It has not. It's not her fault. You know, thank you, Rihanna. Tish at Letitia underscore Dominique says there is a lot of sex in this episode and she was just trying to eat her pasta in peace. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) Yes. A goatee makes everyone look more villain. Jack looked even more evil. So true. Midway through the episode, she knew it in her bones that Elizabeth was working with Jack. Maybe too many teen dramas she's seen in the past. It's true. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I don't know. Did you see it coming? You definitely didn't, right? But the thing is, it was. But you could predict it almost happening. Also, something's not right. Yeah. I was just waiting for it. I'm like, this is too good to be Right. Like she does. She comes out of the blue. She doesn't really know anything about Bart. And now all of a sudden she wants a relationship with her And even last week we're like, oh, this is so sweet. Chuck's smiling. But in my heart of hearts, I'm like. No, something's not right. right. We got we got three more seasons to go. They can't uh-uh. just like give him this happy mom, you no know, way. Tish loved how Lily was there for Chuck and their sweet moment. She's glad Jenny didn't sleep with Damien. And while she's not a fan of veg, they didn't bother her that much in this episode. She gives it two out of three glasses of gossip. She did mention a small deleted scene of Chuck and Blair discussing how happy he is to have his mother around and another one of Vanessa canceling on Padge to go to the gala because Padge had the zones issue. Oh my God, the zones. Yeah. Question, Michelle, do you think that's the end of Damien? That's a very good question. Do you want me to confirm? Yes. I'm going to say yes. He's not on the island. Really? Yeah, I'm surprised at that as well. <laughs> Actually, so unlike Gossip Girl, right? It is. Uh, she says, "Why do you think Lily is lying about her ex again?" I think she just cannot deal with another disappointment that has to deal with her ex and Rufus, and the fact that this is just Rufus right off the bat. He didn't even question. He's like, "You should just go see your mother." Yeah. And maybe if he questioned, she would have came up. He's too trusting. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you know what? You're right. I'm just going to see Cece. Right. He doesn't need to know details. Mm-hmm. God, I can't wait to meet this father, man. Right. I'm Me so too. I'm so excited. excited. Yeah. Thank you, Tish. Mike at Dell underscore Vasto says he's been asking people their stance on teen sex and shows, and he doesn't mind it to an extent. He feels on Riverdale they push it a bit too much because it was like in every episode. Right. Yeah. He asks, if we aren't teenagers, is it pervy for us adults to be watching the teen sex? Ooh. Well, now it is, right? And he says he tries to see them as the actors and not the characters to make it less cringy to watch, being that the actors are usually much older than their characters. Yeah, like, I try and remember that, too, but it still doesn't work for me. I still want to watch it. I'm like, no, I don't want to watch it. Well, here's, like, (laughs) a weird example if, you know, this is just what came to mind, but, like, watching The O.C., right? And Seth is at the time young 16 17 18 right i'm in my 30s and i'm still like pining over sex yeah but in my mind it's like that to me isn't creepy because i loved him when i was 
the similar right and also we grew up i feel like the oc is a different there has never been a moment where i was like don't do this teen sex on here it's always been like in a very classy like productive to the storyline way where i felt like it wasn't overly sexualized no, for sure. I'm just giving the example yeah, of like no, being I understand. an adult watch, like, and watching your crush at that time. And now you're still like, oh, he was just my crush. So it's like not weird. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. But like watching as an adult, watching these like kids have sex. I, no, I think we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not like creepy or anything. No, and but I'm also I'm not like watching right, it and like, getting off. <laughs> no, of course not. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's what he meant. But, no, I know, I know. Uh, Mike also says, Damien had a brief moment of niceness in the beginning when he told Jenny they should talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. And also when he didn't fall for Serena's game, but then he ended up being an ass in the end. Yeah, totally. I mean, you just, it was just inappropriate and he was an ass. Sucks. But suck. Jenny, you gotta learn a lesson here. No, but also like don't like fucking date a child and right he was in the wrong he was in the wrong and she got caught up as us teenagers do at that time you know the, the sure. first the first yes. guy that shows you that yeah. <laughs> that I you're know. passionate about you know and she he was not interested in her in her in that way right and not until she really was like let me prove to you yeah. i am you know not a kid like, all right let me take a shot right this. and i do think he liked her he was definitely like considering the fact that this could be a potential i don't know about partner for him but i think he was like yeah i like her yeah i like the this person i don't see an age but then when it comes to situations he sees the age and he's the like sexual ah. maturity yeah, yeah so sucks for her but uh mike says question michelle do you still believe elizabeth to be evelyn chuck's mom or was it a plan by jack yes because of the dna test or see i'm thinking this dna test is fucking rigged Mm. and a total sham let's go with that. either way let's go with that either way it's shitty as fuck (laughs) thank you mike jess at mrs boquist says wow are we that old that jenny doesn't even know what dirty dancing is and at this point it's 2009 How does she not know Dirty Dancing? Her question, do you think Chuck really harassed the staff or was it made up by Jack? Could go either way. And he he makes up that, he just says like, oh, I was a kid then. It's like, well, you're still fucking wrong to the core then. And so regardless if you were a kid or not. He also says, he does say he was a kid and then later on says, oh, it's all lies. Right. Like he did sleep around with people that did work there. But I guess he is a like saying it was consensual and that people were making up that maybe that it wasn't mm-hmm. but also like mm-hmm. you know it's a, I l- mean, it's a touchy situation you look at chuck's track record not I good would totally fucking fucking not good Nuh-uh. yeah our podcasts our pod- came. they just arrived they've been missing for like two hours i know but they're very quiet right they now. Are. They're both the sleepy like, ones coming out. It's so cute. Oh, uh, Jess also asked your prediction on Doctor Vanderwoodson, or when, any any type of prediction. Okay, I picture him as a blonde. I know you've said this. I have. Okay, because I'm very much. Okay, so if anybody watches Melrose Place, I picture him as like a Jack Wagner type. Can I have a picture? Sure. <laughs> Do you know? Do you know the actor that plays Jack Wagner? 
I wonder if his name is actually Jack, Jack Wagner. Wagner. <laughs> it is. That's his actual name. Oh. Yeah. Jack Wagner in Melrose Place looking like that. Now, not how Jack Wagner looks now. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. But any other predictions in terms of like what's going on with that? I can't believe we're going to The first time we see him, is it with Cece and Lily? I cannot confirm nor deny this. Um, I don't remember because I haven't. I haven't gotten up there in my, my rewatch yeah, yeah. yet. But that would be nice, actually. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather see that than him seeing Serena for the first time. Vic at Muse Chick says that we are in prudes. She was uncomfortable watching the teen sex as well. Thank you. Loving how well Blair was getting along with Elizabeth and Chuck was happy. Why did Elizabeth have to do this? She hates Jack even more now. Is Lily sick? She was really sad hugging Rufus after he said they were going to start a new slate. She's glad Jenny didn't sleep with Damien and Nate didn't speak before thinking, what a shock, Serena is in love. (laughs) Yeah, really, I know. Yeah, her questions. How do you think Rufus will act when he finds out about Vag? I think he'll be supportive. You would hope. And he'll probably be I mean, really he loves her like happy. a daughter. Yeah. But now. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> he didn't even care. No. He didn't give no, a Liam gives zero shits. But you smell like shit. Hey, man, let me. Sorry. <laughs> um, I think he would be supportive. And I think he'd be happy for Vanessa yeah. and, and Pat. I think so, too. <laughs> When do you think Chuck and Blair will find out they were played? Oh, two episodes max. I could see it end of next episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think Lily is sick? I don't. I don't think Lily is sick. And it's interesting that she thought that because I didn't get that vibe. You didn't get the vibe. No, it's. I think it's because Cece called. Mm-hmm. It was Cece saying like, oh. Well, Cece is, has had cancer before. Right. And wasn't Cece the one where, like, only Dr. Vander Woodson, he's the best out there? Right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that how the phone call went? That's or did said. I missing something? She said he's the best of the best. Right. I think Lily was crying because she knows she's lying again. And here is the love of her life mm-hmm. saying, I forgive you, clean slate. Mm-hmm. And she agrees to clean slate. And she's like, oh, shit, it's not clean slate. Right. <laughs> I actually no, can't commit to that. It's never a clean slate. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. Vic also wants to know, do you think they rigged the DNA or that Elizabeth is actually... The more we talk about it this episode, I think it's rigged, mm. which really fucking sucks. It really sucks. But like, thank you so much for giving me something to look forward to. <laughs> right? I know. It's so juicy. Going to go over to Jillian Ge- say She sent us a message over on Patreon. She said, number one, Vag is awful. That's how their ship name got to be so bad because they're the worst couple. <laughs> Followed closely by Narina, Sate. What is this bizarre feti- fetishization? Why is that word so hard for me to say? Of Jenny's virginity. Jenny is the same age that everyone else on the show had sex for the first time or earlier, and they were already, even Blair in the back of the limo, if the problem is Damien, just say that. Not that her virginity can be only give it away once, vomit. Mm-hmm. Regardless, Jenny deserves better. Even the Jenny haters can't act like she deserved what happened in the hotel room. True. Right. 
What was your read on Jenny's convo with Nate at the party? I thought Jenny was saying something like it could have been you and I'd probably read into Nate's obsession with me not losing my virginity as him thinking it should have been him. In fact, if I was Serena, that's probably what I would have read into too. Bizarre otherwise, no? Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that too. It's true. Like it could have been Nate. Absolutely. It very well could have been Nate, which is weird to think. He also was like putting a lot of attention into this and so jenny's probably like wait why do you care yeah good stuff Delonte. yeah there are so many cringy lines everything jack said the sexual harassment lawsuit i was just a kid stuff nate talking about jenny's precious gift serena talking about jenny's precious gift etc we're getting attacked by christian conservatives we have those in manhattan <laughs> Thank you, Jalonside. Thank you. We received four emails. Whoa. Right? A lot. And I'm so, so excited. I'm going to read this first one, the entire email, because I feel as though every single point is necessary for everyone to hear. So I want to thank Angelina, who sent over her thoughts. She says, hello, ladies. I found your podcast last week and devoured this one insanely fast. Critically analyzing Gossip Girl far beyond anyone should is one of my favorite hobbies. <laughs> I feel entirely at home. This watch, I realized that the initial setup of the show spawns the lack of attachment. We are entertained, but we don't feel. I realize that there might be a lack of depth in the setup of the show. It spawns from the purpose of the show, its escapism and aspiration of this lifestyle. In the series retrospective that aired with the finale, this is where they talk about the first episode scene that was cut that gave away Gossip Girl, Julie Plex says that each episode is centered around an event. The show is world-based. It's very much about the scandals, and that slows the character growth as they want to maintain the drama. This is so true. Oh my god, yeah. The Upper East Side conceptualizes everything through wealth and money and the secrecy of the inner world. It dulls the, con it dulls the consequences and the regular milestones. Most things can be fixed with connections and wealth. They aren't framed as teens. That takes away any sense of relatability, which would create empathy. Maybe that's why Lily is one of the favorite characters. We are seeing her grow in her 40s. Her and Rufus grow at a steady pace and it gives them more to lose in the letter and we've seen Chuck grow and develop through losing his father, which is something that is universally felt. With Elizabeth appearing, his sense of self could be questioned and we've seen him self-destruct. He had to grow for his character to be justified. I still think it has to do with the chair chemistry and them trying to justify it. To move on to the episode plot, it's odd to talk about this episode in the Me Too era. In Chuck and Jack's patterns of behavior, it shows that it's a systemic abuse of authority and power. In some ways, it's fitting to see Chuck's face it's fitting to see Chuck face some backlash, but there's also knowledge that Chuck could just buy another hotel and wait for the new cycle to move on. Blair has selective memory and awful comments, and Chuck is saying that it's a lie when we've seen him do what he did to Serena and Jenny in the first episode. The I was a kid excuse doesn't pass in the year 2020. Lily and Chuck's scene when they hug doesn't feel maternal to her. It feels manipulative. It feels manipulative. It feels manipulative and slimy because, again, Serena. 
It's made even odder by Lufus's reaction to Jack. I also wonder if using the Christian conservative group was a subtle attack on the backlash that the show faced. Again, it feels like an odd tongue-in-cheek moment. Communication would have made the serenade type completely avoidable. He didn't need to shame her out of his own insecurities, but it is clear, cl- but is clearly not over that. They are cute, but very annoying. Nate being protective of Jenny is understandable, yet odd given their history. Jenny's plot is actually really relatable, and it makes Jenny seem human in a nice way. It's a good change from her queen bee persona. Poor Rufus derailing as his as he protects his daughter. Yay, Lufus reunion. Scary phone call. Elizabeth working with Jack. Dun, dun, dun. Say what you will about this show, but they've mastered the hook. Thank you for reading this very long email and your levity. I am really excited to see your thoughts on seasons four and five as they are my favorite. Even if I do re- even if I do rewrite some of the plot points in my COVID daydreams. Angelina. Wow. Like, that thank was, you. Like, I felt like I needed head. to read that entire email because yes, yes, yes to everything. Wow. That is why we're not connecting to these characters. It's not because of that. You, This whole show is based off this is the world. These are the events. That's it. You're not supposed to get that character development because that's not what they're intending. It's not focused on that. So it makes sense. So now as viewers, I'm looking at it different. Even yeah. though I was, I had to be to begin with, but now it's even more like, okay, each episode we're going fresh, starting fresh, even though I do feel some feelings towards characters, right. not very strong feelings, right. but they're there enough for season three, not as much as I'd like them to be, Huh? but yeah, awesome. I just, I just felt like I read this whole thing. I was like, oh my God. It's so good. So good. Thank I loved it. Thank you so much. Yeah. We'll go over to Lisa's email. She had a feeling that Jack had something to do with this as soon as he reappeared, and she is so annoyed by it. Mm. Chuck can't catch a break, and now this is probably going to drive yet another wedge between Blair and Chuck. Lisa was happy to see Lufus again, but is really wondering what's going on with that ex. She says good for Jenny for not going through with it, but still not a storyline she cares about. Also, where is Eric? Yeah, where is Eric? <laughs> right? He could have been here th- like for the last three episodes. She can't believe it, but she actually loved Vanessa at the party. That was a perfect and amazing look. Agreed. Agreed. Our buddy Sean is back with his email. Sean! He said he hasn't sent one since July, which it definitely didn't feel like that long. He has four random notes. <laughs> Loves how Blair and Serena were getting ready for the party at the same time. Nate was just casually walking down the street, not worried about getting for the party at all. <laughs> He was so glad that they called him Bart and not Bartholomew. Mm -hmm. He loves Lily and Charles and Padges is MVP for season three. I think not for the episode, but overall, I think Padge is having a good season. Yeah, me too. For sure. Definitely a glow up from where we've seen him before. Will also sent his movies as characters this week. Yes, Will. So good. We'll start with Nate, Daddy Daycare. (laughs) Dan and Vanessa, friends with benefits. Chuck, nobody's fool. Rufus, acceptance. Jenny, American beauty. Jack, the empire strikes back. Wow. Damien, fight club. Lily, Dr. Zavago. Serena, my spy. Blair, ghost. We need a storyline for her. (laughs) Elizabeth and Jack, New Jack City. 
Wow. So good. Will. He also has a question. When can we get Jack Bass to fly to the Royal Island and stay there? Yeah, really. Not soon enough. (laughs) We'd love for that to happen. Not soon enough. Well, that are all of our questions and comments. What a good lineup Right? This week. It was really good. Thank you all so Yay. much. It was so exciting and heartwarming to see all of your questions and comments flood in. I was thoroughly happy to um, add them all to our show. All right. So let's go to fashion. Again, I had no headbands. No headbands. Didn't see any yet last week, this week, nothing. But I did like Jenny's. I don't even know if it was a peacoat, but in the first scene, it was like a short sleeve mm-hmm. jacket mm-hmm. with like some long sleeve shirt under it. I just love it. This was a good look. Yeah. I like Blair's dressing robe. Me too. Everyone in the chat loved that. Um, I liked Lily's gray high necked peacoat. Same. And her like buns. Uh-huh. <laughs> Princess Leia. I liked Rufy's gray sweater. It was very cute. Yes. Sully did too. Sully likes it as well. Jenny had, I don't know if it was navy or if it was, if it was black, but it was a sweater with like the gold, the pat, the plaid, plaid. Yeah. That's, yeah. The, that's the word. I liked Elizabeth's coat. Yes. Ivory. Hate Jack's new look. We've already discussed this. But. Uh, shout out to the pink candlesticks that Serena set up for her. Those are cute. Date. Yeah, I liked those. I also liked her black lace dress at the event. I, I think at this time I would have definitely like chosen that out of a lineup. That would that's like yeah. so my style. Yeah. Jenny also was wearing a mesh a cutout dress at the event too, which I really liked. When we talked about this off air, but Serena, uh, Vanessa says she wasn't wearing underwear under the, her dress. Yeah. And I asked Liz if she's ever done that. <laughs> yeah, many times. I've never done that. I said it's not like the most comfortable night. <laughs> it's weird. Is it freeing? Yes and no. Like it's way, it's like kind of too freeing. Yeah, where I you're like, like that. You're like your holes are just open, open. and vulnerable. <laughs> and I'm not about that. No, it's not. It's not my favorite time, but I have done it for you know certain dresses and certain looks it's just like kind of like you don't wear a bra with the dress it's you don't wear to underwear me, that makes, <laughs> i think because there's just a space for them to go mm-hmm. yeah where like your vag <laughs> is just out and open which is great <laughs> if you're into commando yeah but I'm just like i could feel like you feel a breeze all the time yeah it's um you know it's not for everyone yeah yeah. You guys let us know. No, can you though? DMs. Please. Thanks. Yeah. Quotes? Yeah. Who needs coffee after a wake up like that? <laughs> Jess also had that. You know what's most attractive about a bad boy? No, I really don't. Your parents refusing to let you see him between Nate and Serena. It's 9 a.m. I have Latin. I never realized how many sex puns you can make out of the name Chuck Bass. <laughs> it's a Blair Waldorf nut job plan. Jess also liked that. I'll draw you a map. That's what I'll do. It will be much easier. Man, I want that map. Right. I want to visually see that map. Like, where are you friends and where are you friends with benefits? Come on. It's totally good. Rufus talking about mm. dirty dancing. Blair, speaking of things we've shared, Nate, Serena doesn't want to talk to you. Looks like little Jay is going to do some dirty dancing of her own. Wow. All the ones you picked, Jess, really? had all of them. Yeah. Hey, that's girl. So funny. Are you kidding? A DNA sample? You've been watching too much CBS. That's all I had. That's not a friend's only dress. And I have go away, traitor. All right. MVP and shittiest? Yep. I think I'll have an MVP and a blue ribbon. 
Okay. We had a lot of variety of MVPs this week. Okay, cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Ready? Three, two, one. Vanessa. Hey! I just, I was like, yes, girl, you get it. You don't let him pick what zones or what. Mm -hmm. This is your relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And showing up in that dress and be like, nope. She knew exactly what she was doing. I loved that. about it. But I also gave a little blue ribbon to Nate. Okay. For... Even though it was kind of like he was projecting like his own story on Jenny, he still was there for her and he called Rufus uh, and Lisa and Sean picked Nate for that reason. Tish and Vic picked Tish and Vic picked Blair and Nate for the same reasons. Rihanna picked Rufus and Mike and Jess picked Serena for trying to be a good friend to Jenny. Okay. Good choices. Shittiest. There's a few. Yeah, I have my shittiest. Okay. Okay. Three, Three two, one, Jack. Damien. Oh, no, no, Jack. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's okay. Jack. Yeah, I don't know why, because midway I changed it as we were talking, and I was like, oh, I didn't like how Damien handled that whole Jenny mm-hmm. situation, but Jack for sure is the ultimate shittiest. Well, Jess picked Jamian, Jack and Damien. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Lisa and Mike picked Damien. Tish and Vic picked Elizabeth. And Rihanna says there was just a four-way tie between Jack, Elizabeth, Damien, and Chuck Sawyer. Yeah, there's a lot of... Oh, Chuck Sawyer. Well, this is all a long con. I mean, this is... Like, how far does it go? Yeah. We don't know yet. Do we... Should I even go there and ask? Are we actually going to find out how this has all went down? Or is this going to disappear into the Gossip Girl universe where it does not matter? And I should just stop It's too right soon here. to tell. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's totally, totally fine. It's too soon to tell. But those are all good shittiest. Yeah. yeah I feel all. like there wasn't a lot of choice yeah. for like MVP. No, but But shittiest. definitely a lot of shittiest. Yeah. All right, let's go into Patron of the Week. Yes. It's Patron of the it's Week. It's Patron of the Week. It's This week, I chose our patron that was on our episode last week, Ava, Sunny Ava. Sunny Ava. It was so good to have you on Three Gossip Girls. We thoroughly enjoyed getting to talk to you. We loved your perspective on some of the characters. Loved hearing your story about how you read Gossip Girl and like as a middle schooler. Yeah. Um, and I just thought that was really funny and how much you know about the show and I like the perspective of the books that you added and I just wanted to say thank you for coming on and we were so glad we got to talk to you and we hope we can do it again someday soon. Thanks, Ava. Thank you. Okay. It's time for the title for next week, Three Gossip Words. I do enjoy this episode next week as well. Okay. The title, and once I say it, you're going to get it. (laughs) You're going to get it. What does that mean? My title for next week, season three, episode 16. Edge of my seat. Is The Empire Strikes Jack. Ooh, good one. Right? It's a good, it's a really good title. Uh-huh. Strikes Jack. Jack, yeah. Uh-huh. Like episode five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three gossip words are. Three gossip words. Model. Vacate. News. 
These are really vague. <laughs> Especially news. That's like super well, vague. Well, <laughs> perhaps Chuck has to vacate the property. And the news will break that now Jack has taken over the Empire Hotel. And then model. This one's throwing me a little bit. Because it could be either Elizabeth is a model <laughs> and that's how Jack met her. That's a, that's a good guess. She's not a model citizen. And so she's playing a part. Okay. You had another option for that one or. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I know I'm digging here because we still have to deal with the whole, like this I'm assuming is very heavy with Jack and empire and, and, and yeah. Chuck. But still, I'm sure we'll get a sprinkle of badge, which sounds disgust. <laughs> so what do you think is to come for badge I next episode? Still, do you think people know? I think a tiny bit we'll find out. Okay. But the thing is, whoever finds out is not going to care. No. Why would they care? Serena is with Nate. They don't fucking care. No, funny that they actually I know. dated I each know. other. They could all swap together. <laughs> right. Ew, <gross. laughs> Blair will not care. No. And I'm sure Rufus will be like, that's great. But just be careful because this is someone you truly mm-hmm. care about. Typical you know. Rufus. Yeah. Uh, I really want to just get to the Serena's father really, really, really bad. And so she's Lily got the permission to go and see Cece. So... I don't think that's happening this episode, though. I think maybe the end and going into next week. Okay. What's Jenny up to? Yeah. So Jenny's now home and depressed. Damien's not on the island, right? No, he's not. Yeah. So I think he's maybe she's going to want to try again to see him. Mm. Or they have unfinished business that have to deal with the drugs. Right. Yeah. Because they're in a business or something like that. Okay, but I'm excited. Me too. Gossip Girl this week, I had two predictions, one from Lisa, one from Tish. Lisa, this is so great. She listed all of her Gossip Girl thoughts and why some people can't be Gossip Girl. And so she says, Jenny is too busy dealing with a drug dealer. Serena is too absorbed in herself to put that much effort into others. Blair is finally above it, she thinks. Chuck is definitely above it. The minions are MIA. Eric could be possible. Eric could be a possibility, but since he spent a chunk of season one in a mental institution, she doesn't think that he would be able to pull that off. So she's sticking with Patch. She'd be shocked if she's right, but she's sticking with her guns. Tish thinks it's Jenny again, since a lot of blasts were about her or her family. Yeah. Who do you predict? Here we go, Michelle. Here we go. Your spotlight. I know. (laughs) Uh, I just feel that it's, it would just make sense if it was Jenny, but she's so busy in this situation about the whole virginity thing that I don't know if we would be working on this part. Ah, uh, you know what? <laughs> That's so hard. <laughs> Let's go with Vanessa. Ooh, because she has the in on everything. You know, I'm assuming. Yeah, she's in the world. She knows what's happening. But also, like, she's not too much in the world. Yeah. She slept with Chuck. Oh, she did. I know. I just can't forget that. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Chuck. She slept with Chuck. She slept. 
I'm assuming she slept with Nate. Right. And she slept with Dan. They all, they all get like, they're all in the same circle. They're all, what are they called? Eskimo brothers? Every single one of them. Or like play kids. Like play kids. The drama kids. Yeah. The school? play kids in our high school. They were like, they all slept they with all each went other. at it at all times. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Vanessa. That's a good choice. Thank you. That's where we end the episode. Thank you to everyone who sent questions and comments. Truly makes the show even more amazing. I was going to say even more amazing than it already is. But hey, if you guys think it's amazing, maybe you want to write us a review on iTunes. Give us five stars. No pressure. If you want to join our Patreon fam, you can possibly be entered to be a guest spot on the podcast. Maybe you want to listen to what Michelle and I are currently watching. A little teaser to our new bonus series that's going live this month. Um, and, you know, just any extra goodies behind the scenes, Netflix parties. It's a good time. We really love our little Patreon family if it's not already obvious. But you can head over to ItTakesThreeNetwork.com to check that out. And we'll see you guys next week for The Empire Strikes Jack. Dun, dun, dun. dun. <laughs> you know you love us. XOXO. Gossip, Gossip Girls. Girls.